We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Kits and Wagers. I'm Adam Zadroig, joined by Chris Owen for Game Week 38 in the Premier League. We have 20 bets. I have 10 bets. Chris has 10 bets. We got a busy show for everyone, and we're going to just try and get through all of these 10 matches. Hopefully, we're going to make some sense. Hopefully, we're going to make some money. Chris, what's up? Thursday, Friday, Junior. What's going on? Ready for the final show of the season here? Couldn't be more excited, Adam. We are we're here. It's 38 weeks later, 38 game weeks later. We finally reached the end of the season. This is the second season that we're completing of doing the Kids and Waiters podcast, which is, I think it, you know pretty cool. Uh, it's been a pleasure doing it the past the past uh, two years here. And uh, your record, I just want to single this out here before we move any further. But Adam is 61 and 38 this season, which is you know. I think most casinos in Las Vegas or anywhere in the world would likely hire him um, if they only knew. Uh, so that's pretty impressive. We're, we're going to go down 10 bets here. I think last year we also did this and Adam definitely beat me in that one and he's beating me this season. So if you are going to listen to anything this week, it's likely that you should listen to Adam's bets, but um, Corner this, bets. Is, <laughs> this is the kits and wagers podcast. I had to break out a new kit that I got. Um, it's not every day you get a new kit. So I got the uh, the Ballard. I live here in uh, the, the Rubens. Yeah, the neighborhood here is Ballard. They have a uh, USL team. I think it's in USL 2. Uh, Ballard FC went out to a friendly match last week against uh, Vancouver Academy team. I think it was their U21s. But this is one of their new kits this season. It's pretty cool. Also sponsored by the brewery that my girlfriend works at, Rubens Brews. And what do I have on deck here? This is Beers oh, wow. and Wagers this week. So I got a a uh, Rubens Pilsner, uh, Czech style Pilsner. I've had honestly a lot of these and they're, they're a workhorse beer. You can, you can have a couple of them and you know, they're worthwhile. So I got the Rubens brew sponsor on the front here. I got the Rubens brew beer. And if this goes a little long, I do have a second one ready. Should we need a second one? So I'm not going to, you know, enough about the, the beers. I'm ready to get into some bets. Well, I got, I got the hometown, Yes. I got the Adams Adroit kit here. Pulling wow. it back. Pulling it back for the final show of the season. So we got that. I'm drinking a little. It's called Blurred Limes. If you're watching on YouTube or Twitter here, it's a key lime cream ale. 
out of Grand Armory in Grand Haven, Michigan. So I just got to support the uh, the Michigan beers on the show here. But before we get started here, I did pull up some future bets that we made before the season, and we we missed a couple things, but we got a couple right here. So Chris Chris was two and one. He had Arsenal top four at plus one thirty. Manchester City to win the league and Holland top score. He got that at plus 450 uh, before the season. That bet, Manchester City to win and Holland top score was plus 450 before the season started. So I'm not, does that seem kind of crazy after we had the, the 38 weeks that we had? But if we remember correctly, I, I have a, Mich- a Man City fan in my life who keeps reminding me that a lot of people were bashing Holland before he came to the Premier League. And and those odds right there kind of kind of show that a little bit plus four fifty. Uh, you also thought Fulham were going to get relegated. That was that was incorrect. As for me, I had Bournemouth to finish bottom. Uh, that one kind of failed a little bit. I took a random plus ten thousand bet on Zaha most goals. Uh, he missed about half the season, so that one didn't hit. I wasn't going to hit anyways, but I did hit uh, Aston Villa to finish in the top half, and then Gabriel Jesus. Under 15 and a half goals, that one looks like it's going to hit. So I think it, we had a Jamie Vardy bet too in there somewhere that we discussed. We, back we talked about it. We didn't write it. It's not in the graphic that we made, but I, we did go back and forth a little bit on the show. So if you want yeah. that actual bet. Uh, I, think it was, yeah. I think it was Jamie Vardy goals 10 and a half. I took the over and you were, you were adamant that you were going to take the under and, you know, worked out for you. All right, I'll, I'll take another one there for me. So, 10 matches here. 10 matches, as Chris said, if you're looking for records for each of our teams here. I'm, I'm, I still haven't lost a Brentford game. Uh, I'm on a cold streak a little bit, but we're gonna get we're getting it back here. But as Chris said, 61-38, Chris is 47-44-2. I got the records up here on the screen if you're watching here, YouTube or Twitter. Up 2,631. This is on $100 bets. Chris is up 434 on the team parlay. It's up 704. Um, I think that's actually, it might actually be 604. That graphic might be a lie. I'm not sure if I updated that one from last week, but uh, it doesn't matter. It's up no matter what it's up. So uh, Chris, are you ready for this? Are you ready yeah. to you know, we're just gonna go alphabetical order here, starting with uh, this Arsenal game that you do have a, uh, Steven Parada is drinking a peach weed ale. He's letting us know in the comments. So if you are drinking a special beer for this final episode of Gibson Wagers for uh, the 2022-2023 season, let us know. So the Sit peach weed ale is really tasty. Yeah, it's got it's it's, it's got to be a good one. I will note this is Thursday night. All press conferences are going to be taking place Friday. We don't have press conference information going into the show. Uh we didn't want to do, you know, a Friday, 6 p.m., 9 p.m. type of show, unfortunately. So we're doing it Thursday. That's what we've done all season. So we're, we're missing some injury news. Maybe we'll we'll talk a little bit about some of that. But uh, I'm not sure how much any injury news is going to matter because we're going to get lineup rotation anyways. So uh, we'll see. But Arsenal, home against Wolverhampton, is the first match we're talking about. Arsenal, minus 275 to win. Wolverhampton plus 700. The draw is plus 450. Chris, what do you think with this bet? Well, Arsenal, not, nothing to play for here. I mean, Wolverhampton, the same. Wolverhampton safe. Arsenal, of course, has wasn't able to uh, reach the mountaintop here. 
But uh, looking back at, at some of their games, they're consistently 2-1, 2-0, 2-1, more than, no more than three goals typically. Um, and a lot of these are honestly under two goals. So I looked at the unders immediately. Anytime I see Wolverhampton on the schedule, I'm like, all right, they're going to play the Wolverhampton away, which is you know pretty defensively. So I, I look for the unders. But uh, interesting enough, rarely can you find a under three and a half goals at anywhere near like minus – 150 you know it's, it's typically higher than that because under three and a half goals is, is i guess it is i'm sorry you're, you're getting a lot of value there but the under two and a half goals is plus 175 they have the under three and a half at minus 140 which is interesting so i took the under two and a half because we don't go uh to minus 130 or or um i guess lower than that so i'm thinking not a whole lot of goals here probably a two nil affair for arsenal um might be tough for wolves to find the back of the net in this game and i'm not sure if i I mean like you mentioned already gonna be tough to see who comes out in what lineup here but i suspect that we might see uh, maybe a couple youth players for either team um and should be interesting what we what we get here arsenal at home too so um I, w- I would expect like a 1-0, 2-0 win here out of Arsenal. Arsenal coming off a loss against Nottingham Forest, which kept Nottingham Forest in the Premier League. Uh, I did see Mikel Arteta come out and, and talk about uh, they kind of need to do a little bit of a, I don't know, if rebuild, rebrand, something like that. Do The past couple months has not been very kind to Arsenal, and we'll see how they come out for this one. Their home finale, how much does that mean? Wolves have been safe for a little bit and they've been rotating a little bit the last few matches. So I think that one's just going to be, this is just one of those games. There's a lot of games where two teams don't have anything to play for. I got 10 corners bets uh, as a spoiler here. So I got, we're going to be full corners. We got a lot of point seven fives, a lot of point two fives because that's kind of what I'm, uh, what I'm tied to here. So I'll, I'll just get this out of the way. So a point two five bet. You want, so you got one side of your bet means, mean so let's say it's minus 0.25 one side of the bet is minus one the other side of the bet is, is basically a pick them so so in a minus 0.25 situation you're gonna have a my if you have if it's if you hit the minus one uh if it's minus one actually <laughs> i was love this part of the show <laughs> um okay let me let me do this again so for this Wolverhampton bet, I got Wolves plus three point seven five corners. That's at plus one tw- or at minus one twenty. So that means uh, if Wolves are within four corners, uh, you get half your money back because half of your money is on plus four, and half of your money is on uh, plus three point five. Uh, okay, yeah, I said that correct. So if it's four, you get half your money back. If it's three, you win both of those bets. Does that make sense, Chris? Did I get I that it, right? Out of I the think way? it does. If okay. if it's over, say if they're within like three and a half, then you get all of your all the money back. Okay, there we go. There yeah. we go. We got it. We got it. That's what you want. So if they if they're within three, then even better. If they're within four, then it's half your money back. Yep. Correct. So my just my thoughts are like I watched that match against Nottingham Forest, and these guys are done. They're, they're done. Uh, they put in Thomas party played right back. Uh, I don't think there's just going to be a ton of pressing and it, the, usually the pressing that leads to corners and everything like that. 
maybe Arsenal come out and just completely dominate that kind of thing. But I, I think Wolverhampton will be, I think this will be like an under corner, corner bet. If you want to bet unders instead, uh, I think it will be a tight game in terms of that. But so I'm going Wolves point plus 3.75 corners. Chris has under two and a half goals. Um, <laughs> you got it. We've got Steven Parada in the comments again. Too many peach ales to understand that one, which is honestly fair. Yeah, John, McKe- John McKechnie here poured some hazy suds. We got Chris Begley. Uh, he's drinking, looks like a Cabernet Franc. So a little, little, uh, little classier, I guess you could say. On we got wine and wagers going on, yeah, I love that. going on here as well. So next match. I did not write all these down uh, in enough about a quarter, but I think I got it correctly here. So Aston Villa are home against Brighton. Aston Villa. So this one actually means a little bit. Brighton, they just celebrated. They got a point off Manchester City on Wednesday. They have nothing to play for. They celebrated after that game. Aston Villa, they probably need to win uh, to get the seventh place in the table. That is the European Conference League uh, spot, which is where West Ham are playing the title game. Uh, after the season here. So Aston Villa, if they win, they're one point ahead Tottenham. So that it kind of depends on what Tottenham does. But Aston Villa are plus 105 to win. Brighton are plus 225 to win. Draw is plus 310. So I guess the question is, do you think Aston Villa can get the win here at home? I do. And that's my bet for this game. Uh, Aston Villa, like one of the one of the very few teams this week who has, I mean, there's three teams in the relegation scrap. So, uh, you know, a lot to play for. But Aston Villa, one of I guess pretty much four teams that have something to play for Tottenham as well. Um, but yeah, I just, them at home, they're playing Brighton. Who's obviously been excellent. You know, kudos to them. First time playing European football in their history, uh, which is a pretty big, pretty big accomplishment for them. They held uh, Manchester city to a one, one draw. I believe that was yesterday. Um, so yeah, great. Good for Brighton. All, all good and good and gone. Um, but I like Aston Villa here. We know what they've done since Unai Emery's. Join the club. He's they just got a really good result, even um, last weekend against Liverpool 1 1. Uh, they've been, I, I would be interested to see, you know, after the World Cup or since Unai Emery's joined Aston Villa, they have to be like at or near the top of the table in terms of points gained. Um, they're playing at home. We know that most teams playing in the Premier League are typically picking up points at home. I think, you know, we'll probably see some rotation from Brighton here and uh, Aston Villa with a lot to play for. They are on 58 points. Tottenham's on 57. They and they actually have the same goal difference of plus four. So Villa really have you know have a lot to do here that they do have to win. I'm taking the money line at plus 105. I think uh, that you know we'll continue to see what we've seen since Emery's joined. You know them winning at home, holding tough teams away, and uh, I just think that with Brighton not having a ton to play for, uh, I think Villa can go go and win at home. Yeah, Aston Villa have been pretty good at home lately. I think it's they've they've allowed one goal in their last six home matches. I want to say, uh, I think they've won all of those as well, including the last time. The only time they actually allowed a goal was a Harry Kane PK, which was a game uh, they're winning two nil, and Kane got that late PK. But I'm on your side. Uh, I also wrote a betting article. Check that out. It's up at RotoWire. It's up on the soccer portion of the site. I have this bet in that article, so. There are three other bets that you can check out in the article, but I do have this bet in my article. I, I like Aston Villa to win. Unai Emery, these managers played each other earlier in the season. Brighton at home only had seven shots in that match. Uh, so I, I just like Emery. I like the matchup. I like how they've been playing at home. So I'm on your bet. 
And that's kind of goes into mine as well. I got Aston Villa minus 0.25 corners in the first half at plus 105. I just think they're going to have more corners in the first half. I think they're going to be going for it. Uh, they went for it a little bit against Liverpool last week, and I actually lost a bet because they, they scored uh, too early for me. They got three corners. I had over three and a half corners. Unfortunately, they did not push at all in the second half, and that bet did not hit. But this is a first-half bet. Aston Villa minus .25 corners in the first half. That's plus 105. Chris, Aston Villa money line plus 105. Let's keep moving here. Brentford, home against Manchester City. Manchester City went won the title. Uh, Pep Guardiola said, what was it? Uh, his players drank all of the beer in Manchester <laughs> yeah. before that Brighton match. I think that was the quote. Jack Grealish was out of pocket probably, just enjoying himself. There were, Grealish, <laughs> Grealish was out of the squad. There's three defenders, Ruben Diaz, Akanji, maybe someone else is completely out of the squad. Yeah, uh, It had to be because they're probably still a little hungover a little bit. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see what their mindset is in this one. We'll see who actually starts. I probably will get like a Cole Palmer start. Rico Lewis will be back in there as well. we'll I mean – they have a week until the the FA Cup final and then the Champions League final week after that. So we'll see if Holland starts. It, it's a guessing game right now what they're going to do. They they at least have a week before their next match. So it's not like they're, they're really running these guys into the ground. But Brentford at home uh, played them. Been playing them all season here. But Brentford are plus 295. Manchester City minus 115. Draws plus 295. Brentford nothing to play for here, but... <laughs> Do you think this is uh, Manchester City put put an A squad out here and just just uh, carve them up, or do you think Brentford put up a fight here? Two things: City's B squad is better than most teams' A squad, so like there's that. You know, they they can go out and put out their B team and beat most teams in the Premier League. So um, that's one. The second part is: would it? I feel like it would be insane to play Erling Holland in a game that means nothing. Mm-hmm. In this instance, where they have two couple well, he, finals, you know, he, started, at he started on Wednesday and he missed a couple yeah. of good chances too. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I don't know. It seems like why well, put him back out there if you don't have to when you've got you know FA Cup final in one week and then you have an even bigger match in two weeks and uh, you know chasing a little bit of history here with the treble or the the uh, the quad, I guess you could call it. Um, so I would be, I I think he probably plays, but I would be a little bit weary of that. Um, but yeah, quick note is my fr- a friend texted me like uh, he said Erling Holland has more goals than most than than Chelsea have scored all season. I was like, wow, that's you know that's impressive. But even more so impressive, Erling Holland has more goals than than fourteen of the Premier League's twenty teams. I think so. Kind of, <laughs> kind of interesting. Oh, excuse me, that's that's at that's at home. So most teams, he's scoring more goals overall over on the season than most teams have scored at home all season. Okay, yeah, home. got it. Sorry. Um, but yeah, pretty nuts. So, anyways, my bet here, I think that you know, like I mentioned, Man City's, um, they're gonna go their B team. They can go out there and score on anyone, um, so they should have no problem doing that. And I don't know what we're gonna see from from Brentford here. Of course, Ivan Tony suspended for you know the better part of next season too. Uh, but I think we'll see goals. Uh, and this one comes from the the laboratory of Adam Sajoric. He sent me last, what are you sent me? What was that the other day? Um, looking back at the past two seasons results for these teams, Man City won last year. They won three, two 
five total goals in that one. The season before, in a game that meant nothing, they won 5 0. So, you know, betting the over here, I think, is the play. Um, let's, so I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to go over three and a half, and that was plus 145. Over three and a half. Yeah, this is a this is a weird one. Brentford have have been feisty at times, and they're a good team at home. And part of this bet, a lot of this bet, I guess, is kind of leaning off of what Manchester City have done since the title's been locked up. It's been a lot of passing the ball around. Uh, they're just passing around. It's kind of I. They had two three corners against Brighton. Uh, they're just not pressing. They're just not sending in those crosses. It's it's more of you know passing around, try and get the easy goal kind of thing. Um, I mean, even the crosses, it's when Holland gets it, it's, I mean, those, those aren't, those even aren't even being uh, deflected there, but uh, Brentford plus 1.75 corners. Uh, This is for the entire game. This is a pretty small number here, but I just think that maybe Manchester city will, will kind of have the edge a little bit in the first half and show their, their will and, and, and that they're the better team and kind of thing. But, you know, once it gets in the second half, Brentford are playing for their fans. Their fans will be cheering them on to, to end the season here. Uh, I just think that they're probably going to maybe have more opportunities in the second half where City maybe gets some more rotation in. Just going to be passing the ball. I don't think there's going to be a ton really uh, that happens. So Brentford plus one, 0.75 corners total. That's minus 115. And then Chris has over three and a half goals at plus one forty-five. Adam, uh, Redford, beat, Redford beat City to, away at the Etihad earlier this season, two-one. Any thoughts about taking Brantford money line plus two ninety-five or a double chance if that's even worth it? I may have looked at double chance if uh, if I wasn't doing ten corner bets. I'll say that. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, I do, I do think that's a pretty reasonable route. I mean, granted, they played drunk against Brighton and still got a point at Brighton. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we'll we'll see here. We'll see what this Brentford lineup looks like. I don't think Brentford's going to rotate too much. I mean, this is playing the champions. This could be playing, you know, the treble winners here. If you can beat the treble winners two times in one season, that's that's a pretty good. Uh, pretty good something to write down for Thomas Frank and, and all the fans there, something to take away from the season. If you can take down Manchester city two times in a season, that'd be, that'd be something for him, I think. So they only lost four times all season in the league too. So whatever that means, but yeah, the double chance for Brantford is minus one Oh five. Not too bad, but even not. Yeah. All right. Chelsea home against Newcastle. We just saw Chelsea, uh, what they went down four nil against Manchester United earlier Thursday. They actually, I mean, they they, they weren't terrible. Uh, <laughs> even though they went down four goals, they actually had a lot of pretty good opportunities. They probably had more of the ball. Uh, it, they just couldn't. Kind of the issue all season, they couldn't score, and then they allowed some easy goals, kind of a thing. So uh, that's I guess that's how the season goes. So it doesn't really matter if they're playing well or, or whatever. Um, they did a bit. They did a bit of rotating here. If you're looking on the screen, uh, Chukwameka actually finally got a start for them. Lewis Hall's been starting because they have no one else at left back. A uh, couple more guys are getting starts in there, but Chelsea are home plus one eighty five to win, and nothing has actually changed. But uh, those odds were plus one seventy earlier today. Now they're plus one eighty five to win. So that's interesting. You got Newcastle plus one forty five to win. The draw is plus two fifty five. 
All right. So what do you what do you think here? Chelsea, short week, playing for their fans, or just they just want the season to end here? They just want the season to end here. They haven't played for their fans yet this season. I think I don't mean it's been a struggle pretty much throughout the season. I this full disclosure. This was the tub. Excuse me. This is the toughest bet. I think I. This is my last bet of the ten that I made. I was like, ah, I have no idea what to do with this game, but you know, got there's ten bets. You got to make ten. So uh, I'm gonna go. And I looked at a few different things here. Newcastle. Um, you know, been strong all season, rightfully qualified for the Champions League next season. Chelsea just got beat 4-1. Not a whole lot of, uh, I guess you could say, camaraderie amongst the team. Um, they will be playing this one at Stamford Bridge, so a little bit of a, you know, if you want to call that an advantage, you can. Um, however, I think Newcastle is just too strong for them this season, and particularly in this match. I, I, I don't think we see a ton of rotation from Newcastle. I feel like Eddie Howe is the type of manager to be like, all right, you know, we've gotten this far with this this lineup. We're going to still start Colin Wilson up front. We're still going to play, uh, play you know, Bruno Gamarish in the middle and then Trippier out front. You know, like it's going to be much of the same team that we mm-hmm. usually get. I would be surprised to see much rotation there. Whereas Chelsea, you know, they could play any of the – any of the 20, 30 players they have that are cost a boatload of money. Uh, so uh, anyways, despite all that, I took uh, Newcastle money line. This is a parlay here. So Newcastle money line over one and a half at plus 195. So you're getting some pretty impressive odds. Um, Newcastle money line is also interesting too. I think you said it was what plus 145. Um, so you're, you're kind of just getting a little extra here with uh, the over two over basically two goals or more. Yeah. Um, and then when you look at previous matchups here, um, Newcastle did win earlier this season um, at St. James Park. They won 1-0. Um, that was back in November. And then pre- prior to that, Chelsea had pretty much dominated them. But, uh, you know, big thing changed there for Newcastle. And uh, they are back in the Champions League. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with Newcastle money line over one and a half goals, plus 195. I believe this is the highest odds I'll give on a bet um, today. So, yeah, Newcastle, last time out, they confirmed their spot in Champions League, so they are top four here. Uh, it was a nil-nil draw against Leicester City. They had 23 shots. They gave up one shot. Um, <laughs> Leicester City was just sitting back that whole game kind of a thing. Uh, something probably Chelsea aren't going to do. Uh, so, <laughs> you, I mean, you look at these teams and it's like, okay, Chelsea – uh, Newcastle, we'll we'll see what Newcastle look like. They're dealing with some injuries. Elliot Anderson started last match, but he, I mean he played pretty well. Otherwise, they don't have a ton of guys to rotate in there. They're going to need to add some depth for Champions League next season because they're they're pretty thin, really across almost every position there. But I'm going Newcastle. They so that Newcastle lead the league by about 30 corners, um, and I'm just straight up just going with Newcastle. Uh, I don't think it matters that Chelsea are at home. Uh, their fans probably hate them more than anything. It's not like they're they're going to be like, okay, yeah, let's get this win for our fans, and and we love Frank Lampard and that kind of thing. So I, I just think that we're getting Newcastle minus 0.5 corners in the first half. So Newcastle to have more corners than Chelsea in the first half, minus 110. Just a simple bet here. Newcastle, I think they're the better team. I, I mean, not that I I don't have to think that, but they are a better, better team. Shows it in the table. And maybe they're not going to have anything to play for, but, you know, anytime you go to Stanford Bridge uh, for these players, it probably feels good to, you know, get a win. And, uh, 
put it on a team like Chelsea who have spent so much money and just, as I just said, want the season to end. So Newcastle minus 0.5 corners first half. Chris has Newcastle money line and over one and a half goals plus 195. So do you think both teams are going to score in this game? Oh, that's a good question. Chelsea got that late one against Manchester United today. Yeah, I would say I would lean towards no because Chelsea you know, just don't score. And actually, when I look at their look at their their previous matchups here and their previous seven, at least seven matchups, previous eight matchups has been you know a goal to nil, which is pretty wild in Chelsea and Newcastle's matchups. Okay. So, um, so both teams have not scored in their past eight matchups. So I don't know. I, I lean towards no in that case. Yeah, I was going to say, this. the thing with Chelsea is that just the way that they're playing and kind of just want the season to end, like a lot of these games have had goals because they've been a little more back and forth uh, outside of that Manchester City one, which is 1-0. So uh, just something to think about there. Next match, we got Crystal Palace at home against Nottingham Forest. Crystal Palace are minus 145. This was... Minus 125 earlier in the week. I, this is one of the games I was looking at to bet in my article, and the odds just kept moving up on me as the week moved along. But they're now minus 145 to win at home. Crystal Palace is. Nottingham Forest are plus 380 to win. Draw is plus 320. As I said earlier, Nottingham Forest got the big win against Arsenal last weekend. So they're, they escaped relegation. They partied last weekend. So they're in the Premier League again. Now this game doesn't mean anything, which – Probably has a part of the reason why Crystal Palace are now up to minus 145. So what do you think here? Easy win for Crystal Palace or does Nottingham Forest have something here? Even though they, I think they've been the worst team away from home all season. Are we sharp betters for trying to weigh how much the team has partied in the past week? Or, do, or should, should you know, is, is that something that we should? I, don't, I think it's going into the bet. I mean, it, people are betting it like that. Minus 125 to minus 145. That's all like the, the amount of beer consumed for Forrest, right? Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, I mean, kudos to Forrest for staying up. They did spend a ton of money to do it on players. Yeah, so, I mean, it worked. Um, but yeah, this is one of those games you're like, oh, Crystal Palace Forrest. This is probably the one of one of the 10 that I will not be watching. Um, that being said, they had one, pre, you know, they had they played earlier this season and I believe uh, Forrest actually won that one. They were at home 1-0. Um, other than that, it's been kind of a two, you know, palace up and down. They fired, they're on their second manager, I believe, before the season. Forrest have, you know, found a bit of, bit more consistency towards the tail half of the season. Um, but for me, I took the safest bet that I could think of because I have no idea what to do with these teams. Um, I think, you know, this is likely a 1-1 or, you know, a 2-1 maybe. Uh, so I'm going, uh, you can do the total goal bans, which have, has been a really friendly, safe space uh, for me in terms of bets this season. Uh, you can get two to three goals. It's plus 110. Uh, you're just betting that two to three goals are scored. You know, one of the, probably one of the most common scores there. So uh, if you don't feel strongly towards Palace at home, or you don't think uh, uh, Chris, uh, um, Nottingham Forest is going to go in and, and get a result to end the season, then just uh, go go with a bit more safer bet here, and that's 2-3 goals scored, plus 110. Yeah, I compare this one to the Crystal Palace home against Bournemouth a uh, week or two ago. Uh, there was 2-0 result. Bournemouth, I think they were also coming off of the game in which they confirmed themselves to be in the Premier League uh, next season, and just similar situation here in Nottingham Forest, throwing that they're bad away from home. 
Uh, I think it's just going to be like Crystal Palace. Roy Hodgson, we'll see if he's there next season. I guess that's the big question for them right now because since he took over, they, they've been – they, they moved up the table. They're going to finish 11th in the table. So uh, be a two or three goals scored makes sense. I don't think this is going to be a wild game by any means, but I'm going Crystal Palace minus 1.25 corners in the first half. That's minus 110. Uh, while neither team has anything to play for, I just think Crystal Palace are going to kind of control this one from the start, and they're pretty good at getting corners. Uh, Michael Elise has a ton of corners. He may he's, he's up there with Trippier in terms of, you know, average amount of crosses and corners per match. And I also looked at Crystal Palace over six and a half corners, but on the uh, possibility that they slow things down in the second half and maybe they finish at five or six corners or something. uh, I'm just going with this first half bet on them. Minus 1.25 corners in the first half uh, for Crystal Palace. That's minus 110. Chris's bet is plus 110. That's two to three goals scored uh, in the game. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. All right, Chris, we're halfway through. Uh, do we need do we need a beer break or are we just ready to go here? <laughs> You're already at number two. All right. Ready to uh... go. All right, good. We got once it. again, you mentioned a Rubens Bruce Pilsner here as as numero dos. Very, very drinkable Rubens Pills. Yeah. We're on Our to game, game six. Game six actually means something here. We're talking about relegation. We're talking about Everton. They're home against Bournemouth. 
Everton are minus 220 to score. Bournemouth are now plus 600. For some reason, it was plus 550 for all week. Now it's plus 600 uh, as of today. The draw is plus 380. So can Everton do it? Can Everton stay in the Premier League? Can Sean Dyche get them there? What do you think? They, they definitely have the upper hand. Um, the Athletic had an article earlier today that did a really good job of describing, you know, all the scenarios for how Leeds, Leicester City, and Everton can either go down or stay up. Um, Everton have a one-point advantage here on Leicester – or, excuse me, a two-point advantage. So a draw pretty much would get them in, you know, because they do have a pretty strong goal difference on Leeds United. They actually don't – if Leicester were to win, they would be in some trouble because Leicester – have a better goal difference um, than Everton does. So definitely they're, they have to go for the win here. They can't like, I mean, they're, they're going to be doing a little bit of uh, watching other games. That's for sure. But it's, I Bournemouth been pretty good. You know, they, we, as you, you know, we, we talked about the future bets that we started the season off with um, and Bournemouth you know, actually, you know, sitting, I get, believe they're what 12, 13th and 15th in the table, uh, 39 points, very, you know, safe. Um, so for me, I, I honestly think Bournemouth would be, is a funny bet. And uh, Everton, what, what do we say? Minus 220 odds to win this game. That's in, like, they're, I guess, like, you know, uh, scenarios here, they're, they're, we're, the odds makers are really favoring the scenarios, which is Everton needing to get a win, Bournemouth not having much to play for. But I just have a really difficult time thinking that we can, get Everton as a minus 220 favorite here. So um, I'm going to take Bournemouth double chance, which means a win and or draw um, is, uh, is gets hit your bet hits that way. Um, and you can get the double chance at plus 175, which is really strong odds for a double chance bet for a team that is currently 17th in the table and has 33 points. So I get the, I get the scenarios. I get, uh, you know, you have to, you have to make certain bets for, for different, for things that are out there, but I just have a difficult time seeing Everton as a minus two twenty favorite and not taking the team, the other team as a double chance bet. Yeah. I was pulling up a similar situation to last season, Burnley. Uh, I, was, was Deitch still the manager in the final match or did he get fired by then? I feel like they had gone to the secondary manager okay. right uh, before prior to that. Cause I thought he got like, they got a bit of a bump where they had won a few games. Yeah. In a row, and then like, okay. you know, it was like maybe like eight, eight games left or so. I, I don't know for sure, but I thought that they got a, they had gone out and won a few games right after they got rid of Dice. Yeah. Cause those notes I sent you earlier, I, cause I know that Burnley, I thought they were favored in that final game, but maybe they weren't even favored. Uh, they lost. They were in a situation where I think it was win and stay in the league, and then they lost 2-1 uh, yeah. in a home match. But maybe a different situation here. Again, Bournemouth uh, haven't really – they've rotated a little bit, and, you know, you're you're already a team in the bottom half of the table rotating your players. Uh, they've I think they've lost every match uh, since they were confirmed to stay in the Premier League. The one side of your bet with Bournemouth is just like, okay, well – Everton aren't a good team, so let's just go to the other side. Let's just not bet on Everton because they haven't been a good team all season. But I might be a little bit on the Everton side. I think they've they've been playing well. It's just getting that final goal kind of thing. On the other side of that, they don't have a healthy left back. They don't have a healthy right back. Dwight McNeil played left back. 
uh, last game, uh, maybe more of a wing back kind of thing. James Garner is playing on the wing, maybe even Michael Keane playing kind of a right back. So they don't really have their guys. Kelvert Lewin, I don't think he's going to be ready to start. He's injured again. So they don't have their defenders. They don't have their striker. Uh, you could look at that and go with Chris's bet here. Double chance. It's plus 175. Uh, either way, I got a corners bet here. So I think last, last few matches, maybe last five matches, Everton have come out in the first half, put it on teams, and in one game against Brighton, it happened where they actually scored. All the other games, they had trouble scoring. And this one doesn't even matter if they score or not. But Everton minus – 1.25 corners in the first half. That's minus 120. Um, I think it's going to be like Everton, five corners in the first half. Maybe Bournemouth will get one uh, off a counter or something. But I think they're just going to smash them here in terms of corners, not in terms of the game. Uh, we'll see if they can actually score. It was uh, – they've had many times where they've needed these late goals kind of out of nothing. I think Yeri Mina, he got the goal uh, in the last game, which was in the last second uh, to have them in this spot to get the draw last game. And we'll see how at Bournemouth play. Um, maybe they won't be, be playing the same as at Wolverhampton. But uh, either way, Everton minus 1.25 corners in the first half is minus 120. Chris is Bournemouth double chance plus 175. Um, yeah, let's go ahead. Context. Bournemouth has won each of the past four games against Everton. 3-1, 3-1, 4-1, and then 3-0 earlier, earlier this season. Yeah, when was the, what, three years ago, the, the prior couple? Yeah, it would have been the 1920 season that one of those matches was behind closed doors. Was this a Frank Lampard team? Carlo oh, Ancelotti. Yeah. Holy cow, it was the Ancelotti yeah, season. Back the clock. It was, it was Eddie they, They've already played twice this season. This is the third time they're playing this season. They played in the League Cup. Oh, uh, AFL and Cup. And that's, okay. league, uh, also in November. No matter four days. It might have been when Frank Lampard was fired. Either way, I'm looking at these uh, prior results, and it was Eddie Howe for Bournemouth against Marco Silva and then Carlo Ancelotti of Everton. Just crazy times, crazy times. (laughs) So next game we got, we got to keep going with this relegation talk here because we got Leeds, our home, against Tottenham. Leeds are plus 180 to win. Tottenham are plus 135. And the draw is plus 285. As said earlier, Leeds, uh, they are two points back. They need to win. Uh, Simple as that. They need to win. They cannot afford a draw. They need to win uh, to to stay up here. Tottenham still slightly fighting for that seventh place, uh, the Europa Conference League place. They are one point behind Aston Villa, as we said earlier. So uh, they'll still be fighting. And I, I think there's just going to be goals in this game. It, it screams goals. Tottenham Tottenham screwed me on a bet last week. Uh, well, yeah, we had a team parlay. I had the money line. And then before the game, it was like, okay, Pierre Hojberg is out. And then Pedro Porro is not starting. And something weird also was in the lineup. And it was like, okay, well, that's kind of dumb here. So we'll see how Tottenham line up. I mean, Ryan Mason kind of went for it by benching Porro. I think Hoisberg may have been hurt, but either way, uh, we'll see how they line up in this one. I think no matter what he does, there's going to be goals. Just the way these two teams are here. So, so what do you got in this game, Chris? I like I like the uh, the idea of goals in this game. Um, it makes you know a fair bit of sense here. 
Leeds, of course, as I mentioned when I when we were talking about the relegation scrap, in a really unfavorable spot in terms of goal difference. So they're going to need to play, you know, as they have, pretty attacking. But aside from that, they are one of they're a terrible defensive team. Uh, they have given up goals and goals and goals. So they have actually given up the most goals in the Premier League this season. They've given up seventy four goals, seventy four goals in thirty seven matches. Two goals. I mean, I'm not a mathematician here, but that's a lot of goals. Um, you should be. That's good math. Yeah, thanks. Um, but anyways, uh, so anyway, I I wanted to go just like bang over three and a half or something like that or, and just like take take all of the goals in this game, which you could uh, because historically you look at they played earlier this season, November, it was 4-3. The previous season it was 4-0 Tottenham. Tottenham won uh, the seasons before that, 2-1, 3-1, 3-0, 2-1. 3-1 a lot of goals even you know those some of those are are almost 10 years ago so um but anyways harry kane you know the guy just scores goals for fun of course he is uh uh you know once again enjoying a rich vein of form here he has scored i believe in his last four games and in, in four of his pa- or five of his past six games so he's really turned it on as of late and i and i you know i wanted to do a, a holland um anytime goal scoring uh, a bet but of course those odds are too too crazy you can't get any value Mohamed Salah is another idea but I was like Harry I want to go for the game and I didn't look at the cheat sheet before this but I I have to believe this has one of the higher uh um, over uh, total goals implied goal totals um but I'm taking Harry Kane to score minus 120 really easy bet here all you expect him to do is score put the ball in the back of the net and you get your money back but uh minus 120 so decent odds um and yeah I'm not, I didn't want to complicate this one too much. Uh, I, you should, you should read my article right after the show and, uh, and check out what, what my bet is here. I, I almost wrote exactly what you said here. So, uh, no complaints about this bet. Leads are going to allow goals and Harry Kane is scoring almost every game. So, I mean, this is, it should be, I think it should be like minus 150, minus 160 here, but we're getting minus 120 and Harry Kane to score. So, uh, as we get... Do uh, you, you have a Harry Kane anytime goal scoring odds or anytime goal scoring bet in your article? There might be. You can also get Harry Kane to be the first goal scorer and the last goal, goal scorer at plus 340. Give the people what they want here. That's great. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, I'm going, uh, my bets are starting to come a little bit off the rails as we go get to match number 10. So I got Tottenham race to five corners plus 175. Seems like a good number. Uh, so I grabbed it. I mean, why, why can't Tottenham have more corners? I know leads have to push. They need the win, but just because a terrible team has to push doesn't mean they're going to be able to, doesn't mean they're going to be able to get corners. Uh, Patrick Bamford went off injured last game. They're kind of down to, I mean, Sam Allardyce is kind of down to a lot of weird formations, different players in the lineups. Like Adam Forshaw has been starting lately. Maybe he's played fine, but a lot of guys have been hurt, and he's he's kind of down, kind of down options. And I mean, Tottenham are going to be playing for the win. Maybe that doesn't mean anything either. Maybe you could say Tottenham aren't very good away from home either, but. You know, whatever. Uh, they're a better team than than Leeds. So if you're getting plus one seventy five on them to hit five corners first, I think that's a pretty good number to take. So, uh, so that's what I'm going with here. Nice. I I, just, I had to go and and look at your article while you were talking to figure. And we basically said the exact same thing. So you know, we're 
the kids and wagers we're on game week 38 it's honestly like <laughs> talking to each other all, all year so that's good to see great minds think alike here yeah it's truly next game we got conveniently alphabetically we had the three relegated teams uh, are all back to back to back here in terms of our conversation so we got leicester city they are home against west ham they're minus 105 to win and the interesting thing about looking at these odds right now for west ham they went from plus 195 to win four days ago now they're at plus 260 to win you can get the draw at plus 300 but it just seems like I, I guess they're assuming that may, maybe West Ham are either they're going to rotate a ton or they're going to be a, in a situation where they don't want to win. Um, I don't actually agree with that because, you know, West Ham are just a better team. And yeah. if, if Leicester are pushing, uh, that's just going to open them up for, you know, counters for, for whoever, Danny Ings, Jared Bowen kind of a thing. Um, and their defense is already bad. So it's kind of interesting that the odds are moving that much away from West Ham to win. Uh, because just because, as I just said, just because Leicester have to win doesn't mean they're going to. But what do you got, Chris? Yeah, interesting. They have the best goal difference of the three relegation um, inflicted teams. So I, I, this one's this one's tough. I think of the teams that, you know, that are playing on Sunday that are going to rotate the most, I feel like it would be West Ham. They have nothing to play for except for a huge European Conference League final. And is that that's in two two weeks, a week and a half, I guess. That's probably like a Wednesday or Thursday. Um, but that, that they really are going to play for that. So I'd be surprised to see Rice. I'd be surprised to see Antonio, who's, you know, consistently feels like he picks up little knocks. You know, Paqueta, some of those. Well, this is the teams. final tune-up, though. They got 10 days until final. that game. You don't want a final tune-up here? I don't. I don't think so. I, I'm more of the idea that like they're about to play the biggest game that they've played in. Well, I think what was in the last wasn't was the last time they were they won a silverware and B was in my European competition. It was like this had to have been like the '70s, like Bobby Charlton days type of stuff. I think he was the last captain to. I want to you know don't quote me here, but you know win silverware or win a European title with uh, West Ham. So it's been many years, and I you know I feel like David Moyes is uh, uh, a pretty heady guy and usually play, plays it safe. So I I would be I would think that they would rotate a lot and we'd see some you know whether it's youngsters or or uh, B and C squad players here in this game. So that being said, it was this one was a tough bet for me. Um, I'm. I feel like there's gonna. I Leicester. They just grinded out that zero zero draw. I feel like they're gonna. They, in which they sat James Madison and Harvey Barnes. I believe too. That he, they weren't. Neither of those players were in the starting eleven. Uh, I'm expecting under goals here. I, I actually have a one to two goal bands bet for this at plus one forty. But I also entertained um, the under two and a half at plus one twenty. I went for the one to two goal bands because you get better odds and I don't think this is a nil nil draw. Um, and I, you know, I'd rather get the, the, the plus 20 there to, to take the one to two goal scored. So a uh, low scoring affair. I don't know who wins it. Um, Leicester city, maybe going to probably try to play counter like they typically do, but uh, yeah, they, they're going to, if they win, I believe they can, they're in a bit better, uh, better place than Leeds is if Leeds wins mm-hmm. so, um, a win here in an Everton draw would likely get Leicester city back into the Premier league for next season. Do you think it's the same style of play from, from Dean Smith and Leicester here? They, they did it against Newcastle. It's like, we're going to play safe. We're going to be a little more defensive. And then maybe later in the game, we're going to go for it instead of, you know, 
playing up and down, kind of opening ourselves up to, you know, just allowing goals and then forcing ourselves to have to score more than we, than we're able to score kind of a thing. So that's kind of what you're going with. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hundred percent like first 45 minutes is maybe the worst game you've ever seen. And then, uh, and then, you know, we'll see a second half that opens up quite a bit as Lester try to go out and, and get a, a winner. As we just said, great minds think alike. Under four and a half corners in the first half, that's minus 105, basically what Chris just said. Uh, I, I Unlike Everton, I don't think this Leicester team is going to go for it right from the bat. Uh, I don't think Dean Smith wants his team to go for it right from the start. Um, they're playing terrible. He knows that they're pretty terrible. Uh, he put in five defenders in their last game. Might do that again. Uh, dealing with some injuries, we'll we'll see who starts. I think Indeedy went off in that last game. Evans had something wrong as well, but yeah, I think it was only a knock that might be fine. But either way, and then you throw in West Ham, it's like okay, if they do rotate, what what are they going to do? Um, already a team that that's been pretty solid at limiting corners this season. So I don't I don't think it's going to be a game where it's like okay, Leicester are are pressing and getting five corners in the first half because they're dominating. I, I don't think that they even have the quality to be able to do that. So under four and a half corners in the first half, minus 105, Chris has one to two goals scored at plus 140. Next game we got here is we're winding down. Manchester United, they got they confirmed their top four spot on the table today. They got that four win, 4-1 win against Chelsea. Uh, but as you can see in the line movement here, the, the odds have, well, I guess the odds have dropped here. And I guess partly because uh, people were assuming that they were, uh, they were going to confirm their spot in Champions League today. So these odds, it was minus 245 earlier in the week uh, for Manchester United to win. Now it's minus 190. We could see rotation, but again, Eric Ten Hag is a guy who hasn't really rotated much this season of no Anthony looks like he, he suffered uh Possibly a serious injury. He was stretchered off today. Uh, Luke Shaw has a back issue. I don't think Luke Shaw is going to be starting because he doesn't need to play. Uh, he went 45 minutes today, so we can get Malasia in there. We'll see if Rashford starts. Assume all the uh, these other guys will start, but Rashford's coming off an injury. Fulham, plus 475 to win. Draw is plus 360. Before I shoot it over to you, I do want to say that uh, someone today, they Fulham released a video today, and the player was saying that they're going to treat this game like a final because if they can get a win or maybe even a point from this game, this would be the most points that Fulham has ever had in the Premier League. So, it, it I don't know. It sounds like they're playing for something. I don't know if that's just talk and and maybe it's not going. They're not going to show it. But uh, I thought that was pretty interesting uh, to hear. So, uh, what do you think about that, though? Sounds like they got a really good marketing or social media guy. <laughs> I think it was like Paulinho maybe saying that. I think yeah. one of their captains maybe. Someone was saying that. Yeah, it sounds like whoever's running their those channels is like, all right, I gotta pump this game up for me. That means nothing. But most I, points in club history in the Premier League. Come on, let's, let's put this plaque. Most points, you know, right in the right next to whatever silver. Hey, this goes and down in like, history. I'm like it means something in a in a season where they their most points gets them up to to top half on the table you know so now wait now let me the last time these teams played was when uh Mitrovic guys eight his eight ban eight game ban uh, when he was yelling at the refs these teams hate each other they hate you wow let's pull, game week 38 we're bringing the noise here wow. Adam's <laughs> 
This is a good game. I'm going to watch this one. Yeah, you're locked into this one, apparently. Um, wow. I, I'm rethinking everything I thought about this bet now because uh, you're so locked in on this bet. But uh, Manchester United been one, you know, a little bit behind Manchester City in terms of uh, the most points collected at home this season. Uh, but they've been the best defensive team at home all season. They've played 18 matches at home. And they have uh, conceded nine goals. So that said, I'm going to go for me for this bet. This is our second to last bet. I'm going both teams to score no at plus 130. And uh, you know, frankly, where I'm seeing this bet go is is Manchester United a win and a win to nil. So if you really want to get more in depth here, you could go that way. But I think United win this one. Um, Fulham, you know, good for them. Great season, top half. Well done. Keep it moving. Let's let's take it. Uh, both teams to score no at plus. I think I said one thirty. Yeah, plus one thirty. Right, so this is my crazy bet. And plus three sixty. Jeez. I wrote this down before even wow. before even considering the last game. So as I said, when Mitrovic got suspended, when William got suspended, both those guys were sent off in this FA Cup game. So this game was at Old Trafford, and Fulham were up 1-0 when, like, Mitrovic lost his head a little bit. Then Willian got involved in it. Both those guys were sent off, and then Manchester United got three goals uh, in the final 20 minutes of that game. But they were up. Um, Fulham still finished seven corners in that game. Manchester United had six corners in that game. You got the – we got to take into account, we got the possible Manchester United celebrations tonight. They're, you know – they're they're not going to be, you know, maybe they'll be past that come Saturday. So they got all Friday to to drink a little bit, recover Saturday, then they'll play Sunday. So I'm I'm going Fulham race to five corners plus three sixty. Mitrovic hates these guys. Everyone hates these guys. Marco Silva hates these guys. Uh, Manchester United, you know, Malassia is going to get the start maybe at left back. Uh, he's had an iffy season. Uh, we're not going to get Anthony in there. These guys are tired. Rashford, it's coming off an injury. Uh, might get some rotation. Why not? Plus 360. I think this should be like closer to even here in terms of who's getting to five corners first. And you're getting plus 360 on Fulham. Race to five corners. Manchester United. I think Chelsea actually today had more corners than Manchester United. If you want to go a little slow, little uh, smaller here, you could do Fulham race to three corners. If you don't think they're getting to five, uh, that one, I can't remember what it was, but probably plus 200, something like that. But Chris, plus 360 bet. This is going to – so so at the end of it, are we just taking records uh, in, in this competition? Are we doing money in terms of you know $100 bets on these ones? This would have been a good question to ask before we made all of our bets, but uh, <laughs> um, I don't know, impressive that you're going for a plus 360. I, I love the tenacity, I guess you could say, the uh, the confidence, but um, I like your reasoning no less, uh, but that's a that's a big-time bet if you make it. And, you know, can you get back up over 3,000 for the season? Yes. This could go a long way to helping that. Uh, this one's going to hit easily, I think. This is my favorite bet now. It's my favorite bet. All right, cool. Uh, Steve is saying no alcohol left in Manchester because Manchester City drank it all. That's a good point. It's a good point. They're Well, 
I think Manchester United fall and that they they're emptying the alcohol in Manchester. I think Pep said all the beer was gone though. Yeah, I'm not salty at all. I swear. (laughs) I think there's just there's gonna be there's plenty of vodka, right? I mean, they're probably on. They're they're professional players. They're probably not crushing beers. They're probably plenty of scotch, clear liquors. Yeah, right. you think right. scotch? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> celebrations. They're like a Sir Alex Ferguson. <laughs> scotch? What do you? Cigars and scotch. Or, oh, you know, to, I don't think they. I don't know. Do uh, players drink tequila sodas? Is that a thing? Or they have no idea. Probably not. I, I think it's more. What's much more of a U.S. thing? Um, but uh, oh, all right, he's. You gave us Steve gave us some context clues here on on strictly alcohol, but yes, probably they've had a couple of beverages in the past week. Yeah, Chris has no on both teams to score. That's plus one thirty. I got Fulham raised to five corners plus three sixty. Conveniently for Chris, we finish on his final team on his team, not his final team on his team. Tenth match we're talking about. We made it. Southampton, our home against Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool, they they don't have anything to play for because Manchester United they got a point today. I mean, technically, they got three points, but Southampton, they're bottom of the table, plus three, plus 650 to win. Liverpool are minus 260, draws plus 450. Uh, this is a game that could uh, just blow up uh, in Southampton's face if they show up and don't really care, or they can show up and be like, hey, fans, we're going to, we're going to, you know, try. We're going to try and at least do something in this game. Granted, they could try and allow a goal, and then they could give up and allow five goals. But uh, what do you think is going to happen here, Chris, for your team? Are we going to get uh, some rotation? We can get, I think we're going to get, you know, Firmino starting. We'll maybe get yeah. James Milner starting. We'll get the uh, legend starting in their final game, kind of a thing. But is that going to have any effect here on Liverpool's performance? So, uh, I, I think. Southampton are, are pretty done and dusted. Um, they're obviously, you know, last time they'll be playing in the Premier League, and this could potentially be for a while. I feel like I don't know how well set up they are to come to do the old bounce back to from championship to Premier League. We'll see. They I actually saw they've been, you know, there was as I was looking at Everton relegation, they Everton have been in the year in the league in the in the top flight English football for sixty nine years just behind Arsenal, who have been in the top flight football for 97 years, which is pretty crazy. But uh, shortly down the list was, uh, I believe it was Liverpool, United, Manchester City, and then like right up there was Southampton for 10, I think 11 seasons they've been in, in the Premier League, which is you know, good for them, a little small club down there on the South Coast. But uh, I, you know, the whatever whatever you want to call it, I think they get, I think it's like a 3-0 game or a 3-1 game here. I'm taking minus one and a, Liverpool minus one and a half um, in this game because I, you know, despite all the uh, despite all of the rotation that we see, I think that they'll go out there and probably still take it to them. Um, and I believe what do we we have that bet at uh, minus one ten, minus one ten. So pretty safe. You're getting plus odds, and yeah, I think we probably see Godko's bench, Sala. You know, we might see Simikas at uh, left back. You know, Firmino definitely getting some minutes. Tough to see him go to Anfield last weekend. You know, good to see him get that equalizer. But yeah, I just minus one and a half. Southampton don't have it's. They don't have the power to to stay in this match, and it's kind of like a, a sayonara to the Premier League. Sayonara. Yeah, Steve is asking us if we saw uh, Mosala's tweet today. I just looked it up, and he was just like. 
devastated, unacceptable that we didn't not finish in a Champions League spot kind of a thing. Sorry, this is not motivating or whatever, but uh, we got to be better in this. And Steve is saying he's a lot to score because of that. So we'll see. He might be. Is, I think he's on 19 goals right now. So yeah, I have over 20 and a half. Yeah, yeah. So I'm let's most all a hash rick. Let's see it, man. I'll take but, it. And then next season when we do our futures podcast, inevitably, and I'm I have, you know, I still have hope in my heart. We're gonna bet Jamie Vardy I'm, in the championship. Yeah, I do I do one more Jamie Vardy bet in the championship just for all time's sake. I do all <laughs> it. Most score, most goals scored in Liverpool to win the league. So it'll it'll come August. It'll be a different story. But uh, interesting, you know, Mo's ledge. So that's all I can say about him. Yeah, Chris is Liverpool minus one and a half is minus one ten odds. I'm taking a second half bet. I think for the first time today here. So under four and a half corners in the second half is minus one fifteen. So I, I really don't think there's going to be a ton. I mean, maybe we'll get goals in this game, but the way Liverpool play, I think there's going to be, you know, a lot of possession here, and I don't think they're going to be attacking, full-on attack, especially in the second half. Um, So what are we going to get in the second half? Just, like, teams passing to each other. I mean, it could be up and down. It could be wild, but I I don't know if I really see that from Liverpool if they're, you know, if they're already up a goal or two or something like that. I don't – I just see them like, okay, yeah, let's just – Southampton are pressing us, so we're going to – you know, just, just go after it. And there's going to be a ton of corners, but I just don't think there's going to be a ton that happens in the second half in this game. Cause Liverpool, those guys don't want to get hurt. A lot, of, a lot of guys saying goodbye in Southampton. They're just, you know, they're sad. They're crying. Uh, they want, they want this season to end. So uh, under four and a half corners in the second half, minus one fifteen. There we go, Chris. All right. What's your, uh, what's your team parlay pick? Oh, we're doing a team parlay pick. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Let's do me bets. I got one ready if we need one. (laughs) No. Oh, you have another? You have an extra bet? Yeah. Our guy, uh, Steven Parada, she's such a big Mo Salah fan. I think we could probably get Salah anytime goal score nods, right? Uh, Yeah, he's probably probably around that Harry Kane range of minus 120. Yeah, minus 120. If I could ever – too many names on this on DraftKings here, but – he is minus one twenty. Firmino is minus one twenty as well. I'd rather go solid in this case, but uh, should we look up James Milner plus five hundred? Jamie Vardy. <laughs> Vardy. Can we can we parlay Vardy solid here? Plus one seventy five. That would be an absurd bet. That's probably like plus three hundred ish. Anyways, probably a little more than that. There we go. We are sixty two minutes in, Chris. That's it. So wow. what, what's the prize? Just uh, just a pat on the back, or what are we going with here? Uh, I mean, I I don't know what the I don't know what the prize is. We these are things you decide before you make all your bets. Probably, we're probably maybe, gonna you know, go twenty maybe, and zero. I we think ever, we're going twenty and zero. Would we ever perhaps run run across each other here in person? I think a you know a good cold beer is probably what we what we should uh, wager here. It's got to be a good one. Yeah. It's got to be a good one. I got the cheat sheet pulled up here. Uh, we talked about all these games. We got, uh, as Chris mentioned, the implied goal total that Tottenham leads one. It is 3.28, but is not the highest. Surprisingly, maybe not surprisingly, it's the Liverpool-Southampton one, uh, which is above 3.4. So we got a fun Sunday ahead of us. What 
are you going to be watching Liverpool? Is that the game you're going to be watching, or are you going to have multiple screens? What are you going to be doing for these? Yeah, this is a multi-screen situation. And I've actually already thought about this. Uh, I will be on, of course, the big screen will be Liverpool. Um, the next screen, I think I was, will be, I kind of was thinking that we'll get the lesser West Ham. And then um, I, I don't know if I have the heart to watch. I, I could probably watch Everton fail. Um, but, you got uh, your double chance. You got the double chance. Yeah, so the, the key here is I'm going to have to get the screens going. Um, but yeah, Liverpool on the big screen. And then I'll probably just watch uh, the, the relegation scrap. And also the F1 Grand Prix, I think, is maybe going on at the same time. But uh, we'll see. what We'll see. You're not going to have that on. I'll be finishing at that time. <laughs> All right. Chris has to eat dinner here. You can find Chris at CHRO8 on Twitter. I am at Rodo Zadroik. Thank you, everyone, for watching Kits and Wagers all season. It's been fun. It's been a blast, as you can see on the screen. <laughs> if you've bet with us, you're up money. 61-38 for me, 47-44 and two for Chris. We're up on the team parlay. Uh, what is this? We're up more than th- – what is this? Oh, four. Is that correct? That number is not correct, is it? Okay. No, it is. No, you're it's the, not. You're the, you're the keeper. of. Our, I just get on the spot and I make ridiculous bets. You keep the numbers. All right. Well, ignore the overall up part because that number is incorrect. I clearly did not finish editing this graphic, but either way, we're up more than close to $4,000 combined on this show. If you're doing a hundred dollar bets, if you're only doing $10 bets, you're, you know, you're up uh, 400 bucks, something like that. So pretty easy. You're up money. So thank you everyone for watching. You can find us. Maybe we'll be here. Maybe we'll do doing stuff. Uh, on MLS uh, over the summer, kind of. We got a, we got a women's World Cup coming up, dude. I we know. got a women's World Cup coming up. Chris is one is going to be heavy grinding those games, uh, Absolutely. grinding the unders and and over ten and a half goals for when you know the USA plays. I don't know Thailand or something. Who? Yeah, Thailand. That's a good point. Vietnam or something like that um, for the twelve nil win, something like that. But Chris, thanks for the season. Thanks for the bets. And good luck. Good luck on Sunday. Good luck. Thanks. We'll be back next season for our third season. You know, once again, thanks for everyone who's tuned in this season and uh, subscribe to the channel. Watch us on YouTube. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. But, uh, you know, appreciate having this uh, this uh, soccer betting community. So, anyways, I'm going to go at most – Almost out of a beer here. It's Friday, January. I got the day off tomorrow. I got the day off Monday. Wow. Uh, got a round of golf in the morning. So I, I'm going to go lock in. Um, and, uh, you know, Adam, I wish you the best of luck this weekend. I got to go three and seven to finish even for the season, which was my goal when I set out back in August. And uh, we'll see what happens with that. But, uh, yeah, thanks for, uh, thanks for doing the pod here this season. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.